It's the Seth Williams Show with Mike Kisoka. And here's your host, Seth Williams and Mike Kisoka. Welcome to another Monday night. Seth Williams Show with Mike Kisoka. A lot going on. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing good, man. How about you? All right. It's kind of weird. You're not wearing the glasses. I am. Yeah. I'll put them on when I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know. There's a lot going on tonight. Uh, let's see. What do we got coming up? We got uh, Psychic Sonia coming up. Uh, Jim Isabella. We're going to have a little panel discussion on, I guess, a couple of topics tonight. It's a big game yesterday. And then, mm-hmm. of course, uh, whatever the hell is going on in the skies above us. No kidding. Um, because apparently there's a lot. I don't know. There's a lot that everybody's wondering about, and there's a lot that hasn't been said, and I bet there's a whole lot of stuff that we can't even guess. Yeah, so I guess we'll get into all that. How was your weekend? Weekend was good. I was in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, did a couple shows out there, raised some money. It was fun. Uh, set went good. Audiences were nice. And I hate to say this um but as much as i hate the steelers pittsburgh has a pretty cool downtown yeah it's not a bad bad area to be honest with you the city's just and i stopped at an italian store like uh called delalos in the neighborhood where i was oh my god it's it's like uh amazon for italian food Aisle after aisle after stuff. I could have easily come home with uh, hundreds of dollars with the really cool food. Yeah, the couple, a few times that you know, my wife and I have gone to Pittsburgh. I like it there. I do. I, I think it's, yeah, a, it's a, a pretty good town. Again, hate the Steelers. Don't really right. care about the Pirates. I mean, I guess you know I like uh, their manager. Yeah, it's all right. Um, but other than, than that, I could really care less. Um, but yeah, Pittsburgh's actually a pretty good town. I, I, I'd like to take Cleveland City Council, put them on a bus, and, and show them real there and say, yeah. "Look, because here's the key <laughs> to part of what Pittsburgh does. They have four huge parking garages on all four corners of downtown. Yeah, and it costs five dollars to park for the day. Yeah, see, that's not bad. That's pretty good. You, if you go down at eight o'clock in the morning, do some shopping in the north end, and then you want to go have dinner in the south end, you just move your car with the same ticket, and they don't gouge you. Nobody in the suburbs comes downtown in Cleveland because every time they do, it's for a Browns game or some uh, special event, and there's a sign that says parking forty dollars. Yeah, I know. I went down for opening day with my uh, daughter a few years back. And it cost me like 50 bucks to park in a semi-decent spot. Yeah. Because she was young at the time and didn't really want to make her walk throughout the entire city. And then they canceled the game. And I went back to get, you know, say, and I said, hey, look, man, they canceled the game. We've been parked here for like, you know, a half hour. And sorry. And they kept my 50 bucks. I was like, you got to be kidding me, man. I was here for a half hour and I didn't get to see the ball game. And I spent 50 bucks to park my damn car. No, you had somebody steal fifty bucks from yeah, me pretty much. With it. Best story about Pittsburgh with me and my wife. We uh, had just had our like second wedding. It was like a radio wedding that we had, and so it was down at Shooters, and you know, we had a good time down there. A whole bunch of stuff. It was great. 
but Jennifer Downey from Ambiance was there. Okay. Well, owned Ambiance at the time. I don't think she does anymore. And uh, she had given us a gift basket, if you will, of stuff. I mean, you know, you know, Ambiance, the store for lovers, you know, right. it was Valentine's Day, but uh, they had I mean, everything that you could imagine was in this gift basket. You know, it was pretty risque, if you will. Nice. And we went to Pittsburgh for like a second quick honeymoon because it was just a few days I had off. And so we decided to just take a quick drive over there. And Hell, we you were already to, packed. <laughs> yeah, when we get to this this hotel and we were staying at the Renaissance downtown. So it was like a five diamond hotel or whatever. And we get in and, you know, I had my you know, suitcase and all that kind of stuff. But I put this basket of stuff up on the counter, like of the hotel. I'm like, right. yeah, we're ready to check in. And there's like things poking out of the plastic. <laughs> all right. There's a gift, which is you know, just a, a gag. That's a gag. It's probably the wrong word. But right. it's, like, you know, a gift bag that we got. Sorry. Uh-huh. But yeah, it was pretty funny just a, this basket of sex stuff sitting on the the uh, Renaissance Hotel lobby counter. Nice. Um, again, we got Psychic Sonia coming up in just a little bit. And uh, Jim Isabel going to talk about the big game and talk about the uh, whatever's going on up in the skies. You can comment if you'd like. Uh, hey, Seth, what's the ET next to your name? I think it's... Well, can I answer that? Yeah, cover your cover your left eye. Yeah, and look at his backdrop. Yeah, yeah that would be it. I mean, that was, <laughs> just it's that simple. I mean, yeah, extraterrestrial because that's what I think is actually going on up there. Um, I'm afraid to actually post stuff on Facebook anymore since we're currently banned. I guess well, we can still we can post stuff. We can't go live on it. And what they do now is they uh, for the next like 20 days, I think, still. They push our uh, post back in the algorithms, so very few people actually see what we're posting. This is the most ridiculous. I almost swore, and it's way too early in the show to swear, but the most ridiculous thing ever. Yes, um, that I, I've ever experienced. I mean, I, I posted a picture of a freaking guy hanging from balloons, and my daughter goes, "Well, that's horrible." I said, "Well, why is that horrible?" Well, you put a noose around a guy and he's hanging from balloons? I said, no. It was just a funny picture. You know, the guy from that movie Up, he's got a bunch of balloons and everything over his house. That's all it was. I I told you. It wasn't a noose around Hunter Biden. It was a guy just hanging there from a bunch of balloons. And it was a funny meme. And now nobody sees our posts and... I said it on the air last time. I'll say it again. I laughed my ass off when I first saw that picture. I thought it was clever. I thought it was funny. I liked it. And then when you said, oh, yeah, we're banned because it's like, no, this can't possibly be. And here's the thing. How many hundreds of other interpretations, some incredibly worse than a him in his underwear with a bunch of blue, have you seen all over the Internet? And those people are skating. Oh, yeah. Um, And what's really upsetting is like I. Uh, Jim Scott, good friend. Uh, I got to thank Jim and Sandy for helping me out today. Much appreciated. Um, he sent me a bunch of texts this morning with some really funny stuff. And I can't use any of it. I mean, some of it is really, really funny. But I've seen some of these memes on Facebook. and But I'm, I'm not putting them up now because I'm afraid to. Yeah. One was Kim Kardashian's ass is a balloon. But I'm afraid I, to put it I've up. Been, I have sent that to 
dozens of people. There are people that have reposted what I posted. My name's all over that balloon uh, picture with the hot air and the flame going right where it should. And, and that doesn't bother anybody. And that's a hell of a lot more sexual than the point that the balloon that you posted. Yeah. you posted. Uh, I, we got to get a psychic Sony who's kind of on. Um, it says our device is not connected. Uh, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, but we'll get her. We'll get her on. She, she had probably the greatest prediction that I've ever seen from somebody. Last night, and I don't know whether to talk about it now or just wait until she comes on. Give her a minute. I think she. I, it was so cool. She deserves to be right there, Johnny, on the spot when you tell everybody what it was. Yeah, Sonia, uh, it says it's not connected, so you're gonna have to log out and try it back again. Make sure your camera's on, your mic is on, all that kind of stuff. We are taking your comments, so if you have any comments about the big game last night, I want to start with that. I guess. Yeah, it's right? a good word. Get right. Because that was, uh, you know, last night, and you know, I guess it was a good story. Um, what did you think of the game? Did you watch the entire thing? I didn't watch the entire thing. The first half hour, um, I was still driving home from uh, Pittsburgh. I parked the car. I came in. I turned the TV on. And then after being gone for a couple of days, I went upstairs to my office, and I listened to the game. So I didn't see... Uh, I didn't see the whole thing on TV, but I heard the broadcast of the whole thing. And uh, again, you know, I want the whole panel to be around to talk about the kind of stuff, the way I was affected by the game and so on and so forth. But uh, uh, so suffice to say, we got a lot, you know, there was, oh, she's in good. Let her in. No, she's gone now. Oh, she was there and then she left. So she'll be back. Um, Sure I watched. Well, first, I got to tell this story. So, the, Jim and Sandy helped me out this morning. Uh, my daughter was violently ill, and so was I. Um, it was not a good morning. We were violently sick, and we had chicken from a major grocery store chain. Um, the Big Bird, um, Giant Eagle. We got. I could say it. Right. Sponsor the show. Uh, we got chicken from Giant Eagle, fried chicken, and. Uh, it tasted good last night, yeah, but not so good this morning. Now, my house isn't a dark house, but it was you know dim. But we had chicken, it's all we had to eat last night. It was you know, a couple of things of fried chicken from Giant Eagle, right? And this morning, I'm looking because my daughter had gotten sent home from school because I can't drive, I had to have Jim and Sandy come pick me up and take me to get my daughter because she was throwing up at school, and I was really sick this morning. And I looked at some of the the, the garbage this morning after it was I was like because I was trying to figure out what was wrong, and the dark meat from the chicken, yeah, the bones were bright red. Oh, not like a maroon color like you would see like you know normal dark meat would have, but like bright red. It did not look good. Ooh, and uh, yeah, we were really really sick. My wife only had like a couple of pieces of white meat, and she was okay all day. But uh, not us. Um, Psychic Sonia is back. So let's bring her in to talk about some of this big game stuff that happened. (laughs) Sonia, how are you? Hi, everybody. Hi. Good to see you. How are you doing Um, tonight? I'm better. Thank you. I found my way in. There you go. (laughs) Um, I want to start talking, I guess, about the 
you know, the Super Bowl last night and everything that happened oh. with that. Um, then we'll get into the other stuff once we get Jim Isabella on, too. Um, yeah. But I'm going to say this, and I mean this. It was the most incredible prediction <laughs> that I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, I should have bet some money, huh? Yes, you should have. And you yeah. should have told me to bet some money. I, I was kind of upset. But here we go. So last night, I was texting you around close to 6.30. Just asking yeah. if you'd come on the show tonight to talk about the... Uh, whatever's going on in the skies, and right, and you said yes, and a thumbs up, blah blah blah, We're going back and forth, and then at six twenty-seven p.m., you send me a text. Here it is: Super Bowl. The team who wears red will beat the others. Chiefs by three. Yeah. And I sat there and I didn't think anything. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And then at 10, whatever it was, I'm watching the game and I'm watching the Chiefs go for a game winning field goal to win by three. Yeah. And I said, there's no way that this is going to happen. It's going to get blocked. Something's yeah. going to happen. And sure as hell, they win by three and ball yeah. game. And that was unbelievable. Well, thank you. I'm. Sometimes I'm lucky. <laughs> I wouldn't call it lucky. You're a psychic. I guess God's so. Sake. I guess so. <laughs> so I thought that was absolutely amazing. It was the the whole thing about red is what um, it, it, when I was met. I guess psychics meditate on this, right? And um, so I was just was like I saw that flash of red, so that. I didn't know which team rare. I'm not that into much into football to know which team was red, but when the game started, I realized after seeing the uniforms, then you know I realized the red team's going to win. So I guess it was Chiefs by three, and then the number three just popped up in my head. I'm thinking, well, what number? And it's kind of like you're searching, searching, and then three. So that's how I do it. Yeah, that that's the pop up that is pretty amazing, Sonia, because red or green i mean there's only two teams so you pick one of the two you got a 50 50 chance yeah but of all the millions of people playing squares laying odds betting with sports books for you to say um they're going to win by three and nail it right on the head and have it be like the last minute or two of the game um, yeah the pretty amazing part well thank you i mean that's you know i wish i wish i was a gambler but i'm not I need, maybe you guys need to start making this part of your show. See how, see how long I I uh, go on a run. No, what, what? when Seth called me and said yeah. you did, he read the text to me. And he said, "Michael, the text came at six twenty-seven. Yeah, First thing I said as soon as the weather gets nicer, Seth and I are going to take you to Northfield. And yeah. Okay, we'll just we're, we're, we're going on the track. Hey, <laughs> guess what? I know, I know. One tip about Northfield. Okay. Okay. Um, if there's a guy named Merriweather and he's riding in the first rail from rail one through five, yeah, he's winning. He's winning. He's going to win. It's just if he's if he's racing, he's you're going to he's going to win. There's to like thank me for that later. Yeah, I'm, I'm, thank you. I might get up now and go see if I was going to say. Can you, I, I'll, I'll handle the show, Mike. And, and yeah, you know, I'm a, you guys know, you guys know, I'm a horsewoman, right? You guys yeah. know I own horses and I know people, and it's not fixed. It's not a fixed thing, but 
we know who's who's a talent and who isn't. You got to talk to the guys at the stable. They can't look at the odds. True. true. You got to know who's driving. Yeah, and see, I'm I always sure. just go and pick the my favorite name. I mean, you know, that's I, I just look at a name and go, yeah, I kind of like that name, and then, then that's who I put the money on, which is the dumbest way to ever bet my entire life. Yeah. Bet, or when I was, I would always bet with Triv because you'd be watching the uh, gambling or the horse racing channel at the station. Yeah. And I'd always tell him to bet on number six because I just had a feeling that number six was always going to win, and mm-hmm. usually number six was. At the glue factory before the, the race was even over. Oh, gotcha! Wow. <laughs> yeah, but I—I I mean, I like to—I like to gamble, but I—I've got a limit because I'm not a rich person. I don't. Yeah. It's hard to justify, you know, losing more than twenty bucks on something. Really. I got one. I think I think if I had more money, I might be more feeling privileged to have that kind of fun. But as a psychic, I you know I am guilty. I have gone and won some jackpots at at Jacks. And I have, I did get lucky this past uh, Thanksgiving down in Florida in Daytona Beach. I went to the casino there, and I did pretty good. Wow! Yeah, I have one horse story uh, that, but it just made sense for another reason. Like you said, you got to read everything into what's going on in the race. I'm sitting yeah. in Hollywood Park with another comic who was a horse racing junkie, the kind that like did all the math, mm-hmm. got the forms, and did all the numbers and. And, and, and paper and pencil and 50. And I looked at the race that he was figuring on betting. And uh, we're sitting there in uh, Hollywood, in uh, LA or Hollywood, California. And the one horse was owned by Jack Kent Cook, who was the owner of the Washington Redskins. Okay. And I told the other comic, I said, dude, he is not going to put all that money into flying his horse to California, racing it out here to come in fourth. Right. So bet Jack Kent Cook's horse. Mm. And he looked at me and said, you don't know a damn thing about racing and proceeded to bet one of the numbers, things that he figured out. And uh, Jack Kent Cook's horse won by 20 lengths. I bet he cleaned up. He, you know, one of of the things you also, you know, you know that money, they can buy the best trainers, obviously. True. You know, and they got the bloodlines. But what I do is I go and I look at the horses entering the paddock. And if they're hyped up and they're high stepping and they're blowing smoke and stepping sparks and they're leaking fluids and they're just crazy, they're not going to win. They're already they're already too excited. You want to bet on the ones that are calm, listening to their riders, their ears are back on their on their handlers. And you want to bet on the ones from by the rail up to the fifth. That's it. Anything after that rarely wins. That's the statistics. That's why people look at the statistics. But to me, I look at the horse. If he is just full of piss and vinegar and acting like a dragon and acting all stupid, he's he's going to lose all his right. energy before the race is over, is what I know about sense. horses. That makes sense. Yeah, there's your tips. You guys can all thank all me right, later. So <laughs> let's hope that this weather holds <laughs> up and we're taking you to lunch at Northfield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm happy to go. I don't, you know. I'm driving. I want to broadcast from there. That would be fun if we can actually do that. That'd a show be really cool. Feeling. You want to? Okay. Or you want to follow me around the casino? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know the legality about that, but yeah, it would be fun. To, yeah. yeah. I, I've never actually won anything at a hey, casino. Hey, I much. know Bert. I know I can. I know Bernie. So maybe we could sneak in. Okay. There we go. Let's get a decent steak, huh? Yeah. Right. Well, no, you got to pay for your steak. You can't. 
Yeah. No, I mean win enough to cover a decent stake. I don't need. There you go. There, you there you go. Then yeah, bags of money. But we, if, if you know, if we can laugh at the check when it comes to the table, we did okay. Yeah. So did you totally. watch the game last night, Sonia? I did. I did. I did what watch you, the game. What did you guys think of the halftime show? Oh well, I honestly, I was hoping a UFO was going to come down live. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think that was the joke of the day, but I, I, you know what I think? I think the diamonds in the sky thing, I enjoyed that, that they handed out the flashlights. I thought that was good. I mean, you got to think of it too. She was pregnant. She couldn't really do a whole lot of hopping around and carrying on. So I think what they choreographed was fine. I wasn't offended by anything. I think she's got a great voice. So people well, make fun of the Oompa Loopas, said they all look like Oompa Loopas, which was mean, but as far as her performance, I loved it. I yeah, loved the I, flyover thing. I loved the whole lights in the sky. Her voice was good. I I enjoyed it. It was more like an unidentified pregnant object. I mean, she had yeah. a baby back in May. Yeah. And is already looking like she's ready to pop again. Yeah. It was a little bit bizarre, but I mean, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, she's getting a lot of crap on, on like social media because of the way that, uh, you know, the, the guys looked like Oompa Loompas, like you said. It was it was kind of well. The, were, they were white because bad. I get the whole white being white thing because there's a lot of lights going on, so they reflect the you know they're all the same colors and I don't know. I was okay with it. I think because she was all puffy. I think she all her dancers were puffy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think it's mean to be critis- critical of her. I think that it was fine. Hey, it wasn't Prince, but that's okay. I think out of all the female artists they could have had, I think she was a good choice. I'm not going to criticize her. I thought she's awesome. We're waiting hey, for I'm all I'm an old school rock and roll girl. You know, I graduated in '81. I've been to all the Led Zeppelin concerts, Pink Floyd, Aerosmith. I've been to all those concerts. But I mean, the new and upcoming singers. I'm not into the hip hop and all that, but I am very entertained by re- by her. She was she was great. We're waiting on uh, Jim Isabella to join us. He's got some oh. video issues currently. Um, I'll confess one thing. One. Go ahead. I was going to say, you asked about, you know, what we all thought of the halftime show. Yeah. I, I hate to even have to admit that. But with the way the world is today, I have always thought that, God, please don't ever let this happen. I just didn't want something not at the game itself, but somewhere, anywhere in the world for that to be everybody's excuse to do something stupid because they know that 98% of America is watching TV. Yeah. If I were inclined to rob banks or crack safes or hold up that halftime of the Super Bowl is the time to do it because everybody's watching the damn game. Yeah, same thing with July 4th. Everybody's out picnicking. Same thing, you know, same thing with all holidays. It's not just Super Bowl, but yeah, everybody's watching Super Bowl. Most everybody I know was watching Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Tom checks in and says, hi there, Seth and Michael. I watch all your podcasts, but this is the first time watching live. Now I can message. could be dangerous. All right. <laughs> got our pictures and stuff on uh, Instagram, so thank you, Tom, for checking in. Tom, you want to get real dangerous, call in. Yeah. Still waiting on Jim to get some uh, video going here. I like Brianna, but last night she was boring. Well, she's pregnant, man. Yeah. She wasn't allowed to be hopping around. Yeah. Most of the costumes she wears on tour don't fit right now. So give her a And, and you got to think of, too, they were hoisting her up real high with the glass thing. She was, she kept it together and sang. Come on. Yeah. I now, think she did good. Why? 
She, I don't think she was singing. I mean, obviously, she was. She had a live mic. She was. Yeah, well, I mean, I heard her say stuff. I know how they do that when they turn the live mic on when the track ends and she's supposed to start talking. But there were times when her voice was still going. Well, I thought those were backup singers. I thought she had like other people there singing with her. No. Um, no, Well, maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I was thinking. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she slipped up on the lip sync. I guess. I guess in case she started coughing or something, at least she could fake it, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's a show, guys. You know, they yeah. listen to it. So what? Look, I'm not I offended. don't really care all that much. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, the I show. didn't think it was that terrible, to be honest with you. I'm Man, fine I with it. I'm not, yeah, you're not going to get a negative review out of me because she's brave to be going up on that. I would, probably would have passed out. <laughs> Well, she had to be anchored somewhere, don't you think? I mean, if she would have taken a tumble and fallen, oh, that would have been the end of the game, the end there of the was Super Bowl. A, and... There was an anchor. I saw the anchor behind her. She had a, like a, um, it looked like an anchor, mountaineer oh, anchor yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. It cut, the dress covered it. Yeah, she was anchored in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw some of the, uh, a lot of the reviews and stuff. Yeah. Now, this was the craziest review that I saw. What's that? And it was from USA Today. Now, USA Today, I consider to be a fairly liberal newspaper, I, I would think. I don't know. I, I don't read it a lot, but uh, this is the headline. Now, it's an opinion article, so that's fine. From Mike Freeman. Looks like a, a black guy, but his headline is, Super Bowl 57 is the blackest, most woke Super Bowl ever. Sorry, haters. We had the Black National Anthem. Rihanna and two black starting quarterbacks for the first time ever. This wasn't Super Bowl. This was Wakanda. Now, I don't know how you get away with putting even an opinion article like that out. The opinion uh, sounds racist to me, basically. I don't know. I'm just. I thought, I mean, honestly, I saw white people and yellow people and probably a couple blue and green and tan and. So I saw kinds of colors of people. What are they talking about? Yeah, I thought it was a variety. I mean, no. I thought we, I thought we don't talk about. I thought it doesn't even matter, or even is noticed anymore. What the hell? Well, it does get noticed when you know the back of the helmets they end racism and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. Chris Stapleton did the national anthem. Uh, um, I was yeah. not. I, I wasn't offended by any of that either. I loved it. I love those two. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't have a huge problem. With the Super Bowl last night, other than the fact that I thought the commercials kind of sucked. Uh, yeah, well, and the uh, and the playing field was really looked like it was pretty slippery. But I think really tested the guys. Much, Sonia. There's a much much bigger message behind that guy's editorial today. It goes on mm. and on and on and on, and says, "This is the way the world not only is going, but already is." So his tongue-in-cheek at haters is, because if you go halfway down, here's something he points out. There's a new show coming out on Fox called The Farmer Needs a Wife. Mm -hmm. And he makes point of the fact that on Fox, they have gone out of their way to make sure that one of the farmers is African-American. So all the courting and all the uh, relationship stuff and all the romance and stuff and on and on and on is going to play out on Fox, which every time I bring this up, some people get a little upset with. But it's not left or right. It's not liberal or conservative. Mm. It's funny. 
They're going to put out a show. The world is going that way. And to sit there and say, oh, the liberals are trying to turn this world into something it's not is is dead wrong. The yeah. world is going a certain way. Catch up. Just and that's the way it is, because there ain't anybody. It's not there isn't some liberal cabal inside Fox that's saying, well, how can we woke the world? You know, there's a whole generation that's going to end up dying and all the new generation is not going to be Thank prejudiced you. anymore. And it's going to all yeah. balance itself out. How's that, that? That's all we're. That's all anybody's saying. That that is the perfect definition of what woke is all about. Okay, now I'm and also and also I want to tell you something too that I believe, and I'm a psychic here. But that government people, none of them represent me or anybody else I know. They're all hysterical. The left and the right and everybody. The Democrats. Everybody's hysterical. Amen. I'm not part of it. They don't even. They don't even represent me. So. Yeah. The TV's gotten ridiculous, you know, the the housewives of whatever in the whole, jeez, you know, like I, all these reality shows and stuff. But I'd rather talk about UFOs, actually. Yeah, we would. We would. You know, but rather than talk about these government people. Prove my point. We might get into this later if we have yeah. time. There is a new show mm -hmm. um, called MILF Manor. Oh, it's ridiculous. And it's eight women from all across the country that are trying to have some fun with guys 20 years their junior. But here's the catch. The eight boy toys mm -hmm. are, their are kids. the sons of the women. The sons of the MILFs. I know. It's just so ridiculous. Mom's watching their son hit on the other seven women. And let's just hope during the course of like episode five or six, that they all don't get drunk enough that one mother and one son end up together because they're so drunk they don't even realize who they're with. Oh, my Lord. So Sandy says... Yeah. Capitalism demands that if two things haven't been nailed together yet, that's how you make your money. Uh, Sandy says there are black uh, cowboys and farmers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, there are. We know that. I'm in Ohio. I, I'm in Ohio. I know black farmers and cowboys. Thank I'm a horsewoman. I have plenty of black and blue and brown and green and red and every other color. They spent 20 years developing last night's turf. 20 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. The whole thing about that being slippery, too. It was pretty bad. Did yeah. It was like something that to watch. Show. Didn't like Rihanna, and she is pregnant. Should not be acting like uh, what I call a fool. Yeah. Negative people, all negative. Just be quiet. No, it's not negative. And Just also, be quiet. Right, here's a question that, that maybe you're not going to like this question, either one of you. Um, I don't remember there being a law that says you have to like everybody. So there are people that don't have to, you, know, you don't have to like them if you don't want to like them. Yeah. Now, I understand there are laws against you know, being a certain way, but when it comes right down to it, you don't have to like people in this country. I mean, you just don't. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate, but you know what? But you don't you're have not to. allowed to be. You're not allowed to be mean. You're allowed, you're, to be mean. you're allowed. You're allowed to be angry about something, but you're not allowed to be mean. I draw uh, a line there. Damar Hamlin showed up last night. Yep, and now he's getting backlash uh, because he was wearing a jacket that was basically mocking Jesus on the back of it. Um, as a caricature of, of Jesus and shows his hands I didn't see that nailed and I didn't see that. Did you yeah. anybody see that? I didn't see I that. I saw it. I definitely saw okay. it. At least I saw what I saw on social media. And he's getting a lot of backlash from people saying, Hey, look, you had half this country praying 
in the name of Jesus that you survived and got better. And now he was wearing a jacket that was supposedly mocking. Are you looking it up, Mike? No, I, uh, no, I thought you I'm listening. Up. And I, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I'm happy the guy is alive, of course, and I'm happy. Nobody, that, nobody asked him on, in the interview. I don't think anybody's going to ask that kind of question. You can't ask that guy anything. I thought it was kind of funny, but he had. You can't say like, "What's up with the T-shirt?" That's not a good question. Uh, jacket, <laughs> but I, he, you know, he had a team of doctors with him, and I thought it was kind of funny. They're all patting him on the back and slapping him on the chest and everything, like. The guy almost died because he took a hit to the chest. Do we need to be slapping him on the chest? But I guess there is doctors. Maybe they know better. That's funny, Seth. That is. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, that truly is. I don't um, even know what to say if he's allowed to wear a teacher like that. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if he was mocking on purpose or whether, you know, what, what it was considered. But um, the, Well, here's the thing. He didn't sew that jacket himself. Somewhere there's a designer who's selling jackets that are probably 3500 bucks a piece that are making fun, and that's the one he bought. I mean, that that's, you know, once again. Yeah, well, I mean, it's an it, inappropriate choice if he did buy you. it. No kidding. How many but, times has he said, thank God, since he's been interviewed, since he's been in the hospital? And I don't know. I mean, do I'm just, like that, again, come on. social media is what it is. So I don't know what to believe when you watch social media. I mean. No you kid. get somebody on TikTok who's complaining about his jacket. Who knows whether they're meant to be insulting or not? I have no idea. Um, but it's definitely another one of the stories out there. Uh, Jim Isabel is having some internet issues, so we'll get to him in a little while. Um, I guess we should talk about this alien stuff. I and mean, that's why you're on. Uh, yeah. Chinese, whether it's aliens. I don't know what it is. Uh, um, you know. But, but let's, let's take a quick break. Right. Hopefully Jim will get on and join us. If not, uh, we'll talk about this in just a few uh, okay. We'll right what All separates right. Triv's Restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else? Some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over. But then there are restaurants like Triv's where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions. You can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own dedicated intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations, 440-238-8830. Triv's in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection, making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran owned and proud. Joe Burdick creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride, and patriotism by calling 440 305 2065 and let Joe's flag serve you. 440-305-2065. Joe Burdick Flags. Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem, Charlie's does it right. You know how it is. The check your engine light comes on, you put air in the tires, and the light is still on. 216 216- 
470-0170. That's Charlie's Auto Repair, 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all, from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. Winter is here, so call Charlie's Auto Repair for snow plowing needs. 216-470-0170. Charlie's Auto Repair. Let Charlie make your car great once again. Right back here on the Seth Williams Show with Mike Tisaka, Psychic Sonio with us as well. Uh, Jim Isabella, I don't know, still I have an internet problem. So we'll get <laughs> um, let's see here. Listen, <coughs> yep. look, you got fans, Sonia. Thank you. I do. Oh, thanks. There you go. Love you. All right, good. Um, Sandy was asking. She hadn't seen a picture. I, I don't have a picture of the. I sent her a picture of the the jacket, but I mean, if you look it up, you can find it. Mm. Adrian Peterson is coming out against the jacket calling <laughs> So Adrian Peterson thinks it's blasphemy. I don't know. Uh, but there's a lot of people out there that are criticizing it. But you can't criticize DeMar because of everything he's been through, and I get it. But fine. You sure as hell can. He's not immune. If he, well, he is, he's not immune. I don't know if he was bad or not. I've seen the jacket. I don't know. Yeah, if it's if it I haven't seen the picture yet. I'm looking for it. If it's sacrilegious, it's sacrilegious, and the hell with it, give the Nine million back from the people that prayed for him. Right. Well, I mean, just Google Damar Hamlin jacket. It pops right up. I mean, okay. You can see the images of it. Um, if you have a comment or anything you want to talk about, well, today, I, I I've got a comment. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not gonna I'm YouTube not gonna here. worry about what everybody's doing wrong. I I've only got enough energy to worry about what I can do right. So this guy wearing a stupid jacket or. Government people doing this and that, all this stupid. I'm I'm almost sixty years old, and I'm so much more zen now, and feel so much better without worrying about what everybody's doing wrong now. And it is offensive if he's dishing dishing Jesus. It is offensive some of these things, but I no longer get upset over it. But isn't that where our country is right now? We are so divided. I don't get. I'm I'm over it. I don't even care. I'm an independent. I'm 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 a registered democrat and i'm so pissed off at the democrats i can't even so i just choose not to let it bother me i'm i'm more focused on getting healthy and making sure my i leave wealth to my children and you know i get that but the problem with what i'm doing is that whether we like it or not the the democrats or republicans one of them is going to be in charge and they are taking your wealth and so you're mm-hmm. not going to have as much as you'd like to leave to your kids. And the reality of the situation is I do have a 16-year-old daughter that I have to worry about. Yeah. And I have to worry about how right. she's being taught at school, what she's being yeah. taught at school. And yeah. So there's a lot of things that, yeah, I look, I know a lot of people that put their head in the sand and like to sit there and, and ignore the fact that anything's going on and just kind of live their lives. But the point is, yeah. is that at some point you can't. At some yeah, point no, I'm, do- no I'm, just, like, I'm telling you is I, I know. it's not giving up. It's just I, I'd no longer get upset by it anymore. I don't even, I don't hang out with drug addicts. I don't hang out with alcoholics. I don't hang out with depressed people. I I hang out with survivors. I love everybody, but I am, I'm so over worrying about what everybody's doing wrong. I would not be one of those people that I'm there complaining. I don't complain about it. I'm affected by it. I just, I'm keeping to my family and my friends and my way. And if, if the shit hits the fan, I'm out of here. I've got, you know, 
I can survive at this house right now. We have wood stoves for heat. We're raising chickens. We got eggs. We have gardens. We have horses to. If I have to, if I have to bug out of here, I can saddle up horses and run. Yeah, see, I'm. Screwed. I had to. You know, I'm not running anywhere because my leg will fall yeah. off. Um, and I don't have enough food here for probably tonight, much less, you know. Um, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. But I mean, I'm, I don't mean to sound grit, but it's just like a lot of the stuff on TV. I just don't watch it and I don't get up too upset because I'm very empathic. So I'm, I, I can get it can like depress me. So that's why I'm trying not to worry what everybody's doing wrong. I'm trying to worry about what I can do, what oh, I can yeah. do, you know. And that's a good attitude to have. I, I just. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, for whatever reason, I get sucked up into this stuff, and I think. Well, you're good at time. it, but you two are good at it, yeah, so it's I good for you two to, to cipher it and to ha and to talk about it and stuff. But for me, being a spiritualist, you know, and giving readings and stuff, I've I've entered that stage in this life where I'm like happy. Before we move on, I'm gonna be. I'm not a crabby bitch. I'm a really nice person. <laughs> Before we move on to the, uh, the the alien stuff or whatever in disguise, um, you have a psychic fair coming up. Is that right? Uh, it's not my psychic fair, but I'm joining in. It'll be at Yorktown Bowling Lanes nice. on Pearl Road in Parma Heights there this coming Sunday. And it starts about 11 o'clock, ends at 5. The readings are only $30. There's free parking. It's free to come in. And also, they got some really good vendors if you like some unique, uh, you know, unique shopping items, you know, crystals and books and things. Really good stuff. So I'll be there reading. Come in. You, you, you just buy time to sit down with me. It's thirty dollars for each session, and I'll tell your future. See, that's awesome. I'm, I, well, that's Sunday. It starts at eleven. You said starts at eleven oh, and goes till five. Sandy finally got on to the message thing. So Jim created the chat for her. So good. Sandy can finally message again, and we're all happy about that. Yeah. So she flips off Mike and says she's never watching the show again. Um, <laughs> but other than that, I'm happy that she's on. Okay. <laughs> so all right. So. Uh, we got to get into what's going on in the skies. I've been watching the news pretty much all day today. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there is a lot. And the government is being very, well, they're not saying a whole lot. I mean, I watched all the news conferences today. They had John Kirby roll him out there and and he said next to nothing. Um, and then they had the Department of Defense come out and say next to nothing. Right. And, and so I'm kind of curious as to what is going on. Um, okay. Well, we all know that we're in an age of surveillance, right? Yeah. And yeah. if they were to, if they were to watch every little thing going on in the sky, they'd be, they would be like picking up like um, flocks of birds and little balloons that are loose and they can't keep an eye on everything. But I think that this has been going on a lot longer than we knew about. It's just now because we've destroyed a few of these surveillance objects. Now, now, now someone's in trouble. I, I think they're unmanned drones. And if they were UFOs, the only way we're going to get the truth is if the pilots come forward with their own video. You know, if we end up getting some of that video, because, you know, everybody's got their, their, uh, the fighters and everybody has video. So where's that, right? Yeah. So if there could be a cover up within the cover up, there could be people that don't even know, just like they did with Roswell. So I do believe that they're shooting down balloons, but if they're shooting other things down, I think that pilots have gone after UFOs before and they've never been able to successfully shoot them down. They're too fast. So I feel like these are some kind of drones or unmanned drones or stuff that are, are of not of extraterrestrial. I think they're, I think they're of our governments or China. I think they're just, 
what and what and what if they were to drop pathogens what if they were to drop a bomb what if they were to drop something because they could fly in undetected because they're so small worry that's what worries me more than it being a ufo shot down here's what some of the stuff that they said today um they said that it was they're unmanned they said that they are they don't have the capability to maneuver they don't have any like propeller capability or propulsion whatever it is capability to move um, so what are they they just tossing stuff up in the air and let it go i i don't know how that, and how there's does it just end some up kind of high-tech balloon US? drone there's some kind of drones unmanned drone things Maybe there has there to be propelled by different something. designs yeah we'll get that octagon, one big, they're all different a cylinder they got this well they got the big spy balloon but then they have an octagon a cylinder and i don't know what the other one was one size, of, they of, said was size of a car um so i i there seems to be a lot of stuff just kind of flying up there, and we're shooting stuff down all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm it's just wondering. I want to see this video that these pilots have. That's what I want to see. They're looking at something, and so that's why I, I'm worried. Or I'm not worried, but what concerns me about the government, but everything concerns me about the government, they're not mm -hmm. telling us what they know because they know what the hell they shot down. They know what these pilots saw. Mm -hmm. Pilots have video of what they, they shot down. They don't just shoot randomly at stuff. So they know what they shot down, and they're not telling us what happened. I absolutely I agree, a, agree with you. I will give them a couple days to recover the stuff that is still, you know, in the frozen waters off the coast of Alaska. So, you know, there should be more and more and more because the people's curiosity sure ain't going away. They're going to so shoot them all down now. Yeah. Let me throw this into the mix. What if it ain't a government? What if we find out that businesses are figuring out and looking for statistics and gathering information, and this, a lot of this stuff is all private? That may be a whole can of worms that they're yeah. not going to tell us about because they don't want us to know. When we were doing show prep, Seth said to me the prospect about, you know, well, maybe the government won't say anything about um, UFOs. And I said to Seth, the first thing that popped into my head is if they can come here from wherever they're from, if they have the technology to get here, they have the technology to light up the sky with a message that says, we ain't China. Yeah. Force the government's hand. And then how stupid does the government look? Government's yeah. almost in a position, if it is extraterrestrial, they have to tell the truth. They, they got to risk yeah, the truth coming out, and they—they're not the ones that said it to us. They're definitely hiding it. I have a—I uh, have a sister who is deceased, and she's in the you know U.S. Air Force. And as a little girl, I would constantly ask her about UFOs. And then when I lived in Litchfield, Ohio, I asked her again because she was visiting, and she dragged me out of the house all the way back into the cornfield, about two acres back in the middle of nowhere in that cornfield, and said, "Quit asking me." And I said, "Why?" She goes, "Your house could be bugged." She goes, they could, they, they have listening devices. She goes, we're not allowed to talk about that. Yeah. And I said, well, then you're validating that there's something going on. She goes, of course, there's something going on, but they're never going to admit it. Right. They're never going. And we could get in trouble for talking about it. We live in a world. So my sister just confirmed to me that there is something going on. Yeah. And I think there's covers up inside the government. I don't think, I don't think the government knows. I don't think presidents are privy to all this. Not only that, but we live in a world where if you talk to somebody in your living room about something, the next day on your phone, there's a pop-up ad yeah. for what you were talking about. 
Yeah. And that doesn't bother anybody. Right. So if that doesn't bother anybody, quit asking about what's going on in the skies because you don't really care. There is surveillance. Surveillance is Absolutely. all around us. Everybody needs to remember that. And I, it, it wouldn't it surprise me at all if it wasn't a government at all or if it was a government that nobody yeah. you know, knew it. I what think that Roswell, that? I think Roswell, there was a recovered crash site in Roswell. In fact, there was more than one that, that dropped right. in. There was they, There's evidence. And there are people on their deathbeds who have confessed that when they were dying, and I'm not supposed to say anything, but I'll say it now, we did recover bodies. That was a UFO crash. And then all of a sudden we got microwave technology, fiber optic technology. We got all this technology within like two, three years. We just advanced so much it's because we reversed engineered everything and i believe we do they have recovered ufos i believe in it here's and i think theory. most of the population believes it too here's my theory the government knows that they're coming here and they are from another planet and it is ufo but you know why it proves that they are of a superior intelligence to us because they don't stop here <laughs> I think that what goes on is spaceships come here and there's a little kid in the passenger window and the father points down at the earth and goes, look at this mess. This is what happens if you don't do your homework and you don't pay attention in school. And then they leave. I think they uh, other civilizations come here to go. This is how you really screw things up, people. Yeah, right. just hover over the east side, you know, and show yeah. them that. Right. That's Kids. what goes on. We're you a training that, vessel for the rest of the smart world. You think that the world is that bad that other countries wouldn't want to be here? No, other countries. This planet. This planet is the one that everybody that can, has superior intelligence comes here and goes, look at look at what these idiots are saying. I don't think that God created something that imperfect that other worlds wouldn't want to see it. I don't think that you know we're all that bad. We may not have the right ideas at times. And, but I don't think God created something so horrible. Well, if I was an alien, I would love to come here and see all the wildlife and the beauty Absolutely. here. It's beautiful like here. Absolutely, I'd want to see it. Uh, I, am, I like your joke. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, son, look. I take them seriously. So, um, I did think it was kind of funny today, though, that they, one of the reporters asked John Kirby the question of, uh, do we have balloons and surveillance that are flying over China right now? And he said, no. Of course not. Well, oh what do you want him to say? Yes, we do. Yeah, right. Who's going to go on TV and say, yeah, we're spying on China currently. I mean, it's out of hand what's going on. And nobody, the government's not going to tell the truth on any of this stuff. Yeah. They're not going to tell us exactly what's going on, who's being spied on. They had to tell the truth because some schmuck went out with his cell phone and was able to see this balloon and post it on social media. That's right. They had to tell you something. That's right. You that's how it's going to happen. That's why I know the pilots. If they come back with any kind of footage, right. if there wasn't, a, if that was a UFO, they are going to confiscate that. No one's going to see it. If you read between the lines, the government gave uh, itself away with regard to the big white balloon. They have admitted that they were able to track that balloon from the time it left China. And that they had never had a way to track those things before. And so the reason why they let it drift all over was to keep testing whether or not their surveillance system actually was going to work from now on. Yeah. 
Now that's yeah. the kind of thing, which is why when a reporter stands there with a microphone and says, we'll tell it, there are certain things you don't want China to know that we know. Right. Well, it's not going to be said on the six o'clock news. Right. I totally agree. And I think there's a conspiracy inside the conspiracy. <laughs> Thank you. What's going on. So the fact that they waited to let it go where it was going to go and then capture the thing over water, that didn't bother me at all. Yeah. Well, what do you mean it didn't bother you? I didn't mind that they waited three days to shoot it down. I would yeah. have shot it down immediately. If you're going to shoot something down, it's flying. The, the damn balloon flew over. If you're learning something brand new, like we really can follow these things. Because like you said, they don't fly on their own accord. Okay, so but in the meantime, we're finding out something new. Uh, we that, found that, out that it was flying over nuclear weapon sites, over sites that they are, were building aircraft, military stuff. They're flying over key military sites across our country and transmitting information back. Why would there you isn't anything they don't know. There isn't anything they don't know already. They take these pictures from space and satellites all the time. You can uh, go yeah. to Google Earth. You can if you do Google Earth and you got 20 years of free time, you mm. could recreate a picture of the entire planet. You could know as much as China knows. Mm -hmm. So I have a suggestion for you guys for UFO information. I watched a documentary by a guy named Charles White, and he wrote, he, he made, they made this documentary about this guy, and it's called Walking with the Tall Whites. And he's a military guy who has memories of interacting with the aliens on the base. He was one of the weather guys out in the base, out in the, huh. the desert. And I recommend everybody to watch that. If they're interested in UFOs and Say the, the name the one more time for everybody, it's called home. "Walking with the Tall Whites." And what Jim Isabella the, joins us now. And Charles Hall. Charles Hall. Well, okay. he's the subject of the movie, but it's called "Walking with the Tall Whites." Now I can't remember if it's on Netflix or Amazon, but it was one of those. It's listed. It's under UFO documentary. Very good. Watch that and. We'll, we'll, we'll talk because Google Earth, they have a picture at the very end of the movie. They have a picture of Google Earth where they have a photo. Of, you know how they do the mapping. They've got uh, the little Tic Tac ships on the ground yeah, in the desert. They, they show this. They didn't know, learn a damn thing that hasn't been public knowledge since the 50s. Yeah. Yeah. But I believe in UFOs. I've had some experiences and I've had witnesses with me when it's happened. So I wasn't the only one there. And um, I do believe, I think you ask most Americans, they believe in UFOs. And it's just a matter of time before they before they admit all of it. The government admits all right. it all. All right. Well, we welcome Jim Isabella finally to the show. Jim, how you doing? Can you hear me? We can. Sounds like you're shaving. I wonder where that came from. It's a UF. It's an alien tracking oh, device. Great. Yeah, they're talking. Uh, they're talking over us. But we can hear you. How are you doing tonight? You can't hear me. Okay. One of the UFOs is talking to your toaster. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> it's been that kind of day, guys. I'll tell you. It's been that kind of day. But you can hear me clearly? Yes. Okay. So, anyway, I don't know where that's coming from. But, anyhow. Um, so, I would like to propose a plan that we have Americans that we send up in our own balloons. And they look for these things and shoot them down. I, I agree with that. We'll start just sending everybody up and start shooting stuff down. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like. Oh, I'm not gonna say what it actually sounds like. Sounds yeah, like and then somebody's gonna time. shoot you, and then somebody's gonna shoot you down because they think details, you're one of them. Balloons. Details. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, look, the fact that John Kirby, one of the the wimpy spokespeople for Biden, said, "Well, we're gonna do that. Um, we're now gonna we're more aware of things than we were before." Oh, that's good. So you had people gathering information right over your damn country, and you couldn't see it? Are you freaking kidding me? Yep. I don't know. Yep. I, I think I think it shows you the asinine people running that government that don't know what to look for. I mean, you always anticipate the worst and hope for the best. And these guys clearly don't know how to do that. And I just the more I watch the Biden people the more one thought keeps coming into my head. Stupido, stupido. They're just not bright people, and they don't know how to deal with things. Yeah, I don't necessarily disagree with that statement. I mean, they, they haven't, they're not being forthcoming, that's for sure, and so we don't really know what's going on. And they let stuff just fly over the country. Now what they said is they were able to find these other objects because they heightened the sensitivity of the radar system. Well, yep. Shouldn't have been heightened to begin with. Isn't that something that maybe we want to be heightened from the very beginning? And now we just start all of a sudden looking for objects. Maybe we should no, have been looking about the entire these. time. They, of they knew they about did. this. Of Here, course here's did. the only problem. And this is you. Everybody's got to consider this. We change governments. We vote for parties. There are elections that have majority shit back and forth and back and forth and on and on and on. That doesn't happen in the Pentagon. So my point is, it's the same team. The, the 20, 30, 40-year vets at the Pentagon have served Republican and Democratic presidents. It's not that things get smarter or dumber based on who's in the White House. I, I totally disagree. Now, I, I'm not going to say the White House has control over the Pentagon. What I'm saying is, though, is that a president, a real president by now, after four objects have been shot down over the United States, or Canada, over North America, a real president would get in front of the people of the United States and say, this is what's going on. Right. And he has yet to do that. I, and listen, they're, they're going to send out Kirby. Too. They're going to send out their, their little spokespeople and say nothing to us. And this has never happened before. If and it was another president, I'm not going to name names. If it was another president, that guy or anybody would have been out in front of that camera saying, this is what's going on. And this guy is not doing that. And what if it ain't a foreign government? What if it is proof that business and corporations are running their own separate system of collecting data and intelligence and both sides ain't ready to tell us that yet? Well, somebody needs to tell us that. I, 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 don't, I don't care right. who it is. You need to come out and say what it is. There's going to be don't... people that are panicking. There's going to be people that are worried about what's going on. My I daughter's asking agree. me if we're going to go to war with China now. Um, I they agree. need to come out with an answer. I don't care who I, it is, corporate or UFOs, whatever. I think we're about a week away. We're never going to know. We still don't know who just killed JFK, okay? They're never going to tell us. They they don't want to tell us nothing. They don't want to tell us anything. Well, they'll tell you if, if it's to their advantage. I mean, that's just the way government works. I think that we're really at this particular point, at least in my thought process, I think that we 
have clearly shown that we have a bunch of people who not only are incompetent in government, but they don't know how to react. And see, that's the key to everything. We wait, first of all, to react. The second thing is we don't plan. And one of the things I don't like about government is how do you think this is going to, you know, uh, this is, I mean, literally, I thought about this the other day. This is physically and literally a trial balloon or balloons. They are literal trial balloons. What you have is they're testing our willpower and are we committed to stopping this stupidity? And quite Mm -hmm. frankly, until the political pressure came, until somebody spotted that balloon, we had this damn thing floating over military installations. Now, as I understand it, one of the first thoughts that came to everybody's head was, guess what? This is a listening device. And where were they are? There are military installations. So they were trying to listen in on our stuff. What do you think the they is, Jim? What I think what? What's your guess as to who the they is? Oh, it's China. All four of them? Yep. All four designs? All four? Yep. China is, see, they have, China is a ruthless group of people. If they, if like one part of their country blew up, they'd say, well, like the Lay's potato chips won't make more. They they don't care. They don't care about people. And the trial balloon, I think, also is, gee, could we drop a small thermonuclear device on people, or can we poison things, or can right. we scramble uh, communication issues? Yeah. See that? I think that all plays into it. That's my theory, anyway. I, I just think they're experimenting. They're testing our will and also saying, well, if we can slide this in, how much easier is to do other things? Now, the thing about China is they've got their own problems right now with their economy, their population, everything's going downward. Yeah. So I think that they've got some serious, serious issues to deal with. And it's not going to get any better for them, but they are aggressive. They are, they want to be the next, oh, I don't know, Napoleon, uh, Julius Caesar, you know, in the smaller, obviously, smaller venues in those days but that's what they want to do they want to be world they want to run the world and you keep asking yourself why don't you think you got a billion people is enough to handle apparently they don't yeah and then now they're going to go off with this whole ufo i mean everybody's almost in a panic and over they're always everybody's like it's a big conspiracy it's really a ufo and now it begins they're here they're here you know and that's also a huge distract distraction and we're supposed to be able to trust our government and trust that we're going to be kept safe. But now we know there's a big vulnerability now that needs to be addressed, and they're not addressing it. And I so everybody's all off on this UFO thing. But surprisingly, I don't think they're UFOs. I think they're man-made. Oh, I think they are, too. But the other thing is, is, if you go back to the movie, um, oh, what was the movie? Tommy Lee Jones, Will Smith. Independence. Uh, men in men in black. Men in black. Okay. What is one of the quotes? Will Smith says, I think the public can handle it. And Tommy Lee Jones says, No, they want to have their they want to have this. They don't want to know anything. They want to just, you know, come home and live their lives. I'm paraphrasing. They've they have that's the, the truth is that they don't think the the public could handle it if it wasn't a, a UFO. 
uh, people probably would commit suicide and do crazy things because that's what people do. They panic and they overreact. Um, hell, just oh yeah, war. Think, remember War of the Worlds, guys. I mean, no, they remember that social that little. Yeah, I mean that little social experiment was not the outcome was not what we expected. Well, now, I mean, and, even John Kirby came out today, and John Kirby was asked, "Are these aliens?" And he said, "I don't think that the American people have to worry about aliens right now." Right, now, I mean, right now, he didn't say, "Come on, get a break. This is not right. aliens. This is the Chinese. They're screwing right. with us." He said, I don't think the American people need to worry about aliens right now. Well, the device going over Canada kind of also tells you, and there was a report of one in Latin America as well. Now, I don't know if that meant Central America or South America. Latin America is a big, stupid term. You, you know, Narrow it down for me a little bit. But I do think that part of the problem with all of this is that the Biden government, if you go back, this all goes back to Afghanistan because when they blew up the 13 soldiers and we didn't react to it immediately, which we should have, that opened the door for what? For Russia to invade, right? And now China's doing their test work because they look at Biden, and let's talk about stereotypes for a second. He looks like a feeble old man. You don't <laughs> think other leaders look at him as that feeble old man and his lack of reaction to things? And the fact that they come late to the party and react, I'm telling you, Afghanistan turned out to be maybe the Waterloo for the Biden administration as far as um, protecting us, which is in the, the biggest part of the Constitution. You got to protect us. And I just feel like we are just at a point in our lives where you have this babbling buffoon on and talking about stuff. Everybody talking about Trump, 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 Trump. Do you think Trump would have blown some of those out of the sky? Now, there are reports that, there, that some people said, well, know this happened during the Trump years. I'm not right. sure. Did it? Well, what if it did? And what if it did? Did they react but, to it? That's the no, they didn't even have the technology to track them then. Well, we Trust do me, now, apparently. I'm no, and I'm no apologist for the former president of the United States. I'm not States, either. But when... They admitted that there were maybe four different instances where the same kind of balloon was around and they didn't know about it this time around when they were able to track it from the time it was launched. I believe that all they did when it was wandering over the United States was test our ability to track it because they knew that that little balloon wasn't gaining any secrets and stuff we didn't Sorry know they didn't know about. Well, it, it had to be gaining something. They wouldn't just shoot it over here and fly it over here just for nothing. They weren't just having a good time with a balloon. Uh, they were either testing this administration or they were doing something. Or they with were it. testing the balloon. You can fly it over I think, anywhere. I, don't I think, think you want this to fly has been going over us. These balloons, this stuff's been going on for a long time. They just we got can. busted. That's all. Yeah, we do it too. It's been going on for a while. It's just now we're hearing about it. Well, that could be true. I think that the thing about, well, and, and someone just put on about China, Russia testing our radar performance capabilities, very true. But I do think that now we are at a point where, and I think everybody's got to ask this question, are we going to continue, and the American people, are they going to pay attention to continue it? 
I will tell you right now, I had a discussion with several people over the weekend. Okay. And one of the most important things that I saw is that the American people pay more attention to younger ones, to that stupid Chinese filter of information, TikTok, than they do about their government. I had a conversation with somebody who's young. They're in their 30s. They don't know squat of how the government works. Right. They don't even know right. how the system works. And they're bitching and moaning about the electoral college. And I'm like, well, what, what is it that you think? Well, it's not the constitution to that. And they said, I want my vote to count. I said, uh, did you not get the part where in each state you have to vote? And that's how the electoral college works. And they got to win state by state. Well, I want the, my vote to count. And it's like, this is the problem. The kids know nothing and the younger generation know very few of them understand how government works. Or better, and, even if they do, they don't care. And here's Look the sad the volunteers thing, Volunteers who work the elections. Where, They're where's old the people. public outcry to teach civics? This has been going on for 20 years. You're absolutely right. There's a whole generation that doesn't know how a bill becomes a law, nope. what a bicameral legislature means. And nobody is going to the school board. They're they're going to a school board to tell them what books we can't read. But right. nobody is saying, please teach civics again. Well, I'll so, agree. These kids are learning, getting a lot more from their phones and their social media than they are out of school. Amen. Well, Bill Maher. Right. Hang, on, hang on, hang on, Chip. We, okay, we got to take a quick break here. And, and I'm going to throw this out. We can get back into this. One, don't get rid of TikTok. They can steal my information. I just want to look at the hot chicks on there. Two, um, this is a distraction, somebody said to me earlier today. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is a distraction where we have a Hunter Biden hearing going on, a big tech hearing going on, where they're banning people on Twitter that know stuff. They're banning doctors and people that know stuff. They're having all these hearings that are going on. All of a sudden, we have space objects flying around and over our skies. Mm -hmm. and, and now it's a distraction from other things going on. That okay. could be it, too. Uh, but let's take a quick break, and we'll get right back into it in about two minutes. Hang on. Hey, it's Seth from Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road in the Pleasant Valley Shopping Center right next to Big Lots. You got to check out Mario, man. Great guy, does a lot for charities, but can perform miracles with hair. He even made me look clean cut. Does my hair, does a great job. Love talking to the guy while I'm sitting there. It's a great place to go. Local business. You gotta go to Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road. Again, in Parma, Pleasant Valley Shopping Center, right next to Big Lots. Or give them a call, 216-520-1977. That's 216-520-1977. Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Trust Joe's Lakewood Computer at 14035 Madison in Lakewood. They have over 30 years of professional service handling laptop and desktop repair services, virus removal, and data migration, and much more. You can trust them with hardware updates to your computer's memory and hard drive. Call 216-651-3880. Whether you need a simple Windows install or you're interested in the latest computers for gaming, call Joe's Lakewood Computer at 216-651-3880.
This is Tim Elkhorn, radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers for attorney Will Spiegelberg. Will Spiegelberg is not only a name you know, he's someone you can trust as your attorney no matter the circumstance. Will Spiegelberg is an attorney you can always count on. Will Spiegelberg is the attorney you should contact for all your legal work. When you need an attorney, call Will Spiegelberg at 216-233-4240. Attorney Will Spiegelberg, a great teammate. 216-233-4240. Right back here on the uh, Seth Williams Show with Mike Vasilka. And uh, we're talking about the objects. That's what the government's calling them, except for the one. One was a balloon. The other one they're calling objects. uh, Flying over Canada, U.S., Alaska, all over the place. So uh, what do you think? You can leave your comments. Uh, Do you think maybe it's a distraction? Joe Burdick joins the show. He said, what did he miss? Uh, You missed us talking about Super Bowl... Adriana is pregnant, and of course the aliens that are flying over top of us. Oh man! Yeah, and I miss placing a bet. Yeah, and so- way, Jim, you you have to hear this. One. Sonia had the Excuse best me. prediction of all time. The What's best that? prediction. So at six twenty-seven p.m. last night, she sends me a text. Super Bowl. A team who wears red will beat the others. Chiefs by three. And dead on. <laughs> I was also I was also right about the ice storm that I said was going to come in February and knock out power for a couple days. That is yeah. true. That is absolutely true. Yeah. And the next is going to be the floods and Kentucky's going to get hit again. And uh, in between where Virginia and West Virginia comes together, there's going to be big floods. And then also uh, this year, Ohio is going to get hit. With three big tornadoes. Really? Yeah, I, that was part. I was part Great. of my predictions. I wrote them all down and reminded you. And then did you get uh, your bath rug? I predicted you were going to get a bath rug. I got a bath bat. Okay. So yes, I, okay. I good. Close enough. But what's funny is uh, the night that you talked about that, my wife and I, I was after I was done with the show, I brought up to her. I said, you, you know, she said we're going to get a bath mat, and she reminded me that the day before we literally said we were going to go out <laughs> and get a bath mat. So wow. yeah, absolutely bizarre. She's listening in on your phone, Seth. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Part yeah. of the Chinese plan here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you want to know what my prediction was? It was on Facebook. But I, I said if I was betting the game, I would have bet Philadelphia, but my gut kept telling me Kansas City. Mm. So the gut won out, and of course, it's a big enough gut, it should have won out. But I think the funniest thing about all this is I wrote on my Facebook, hey, just enjoy the Super Bowl. Yeah. You want to know what's wrong with the country? I said, just relax and enjoy it. People had to get political. Oh, yeah. They had to get stupid about a game. And by the way, to Rihanna, I got to say one thing. If you're pregnant, don't bring all those sperm around you that you had at that (laughs) halftime. I think that's what they were. They supposed to be like sperm or something stupid. Somebody no. That. Yeah. What were those things? It was supposed to be stylish, puffy jackets, like the puffy, hip hop puffy. puffy. I don't know. Puffy, like puffy jackets. I don't know. It was supposed to be a fashion. That guy to wear something white. That would have taken care of the problem. <laughs> well, they were white to, to reflect the colors. Jeez. Oh, uh, that says- was one of the crappiest performances <laughs> in the history of mankind. Because all she did is grab her crotch and her butt. And yeah, the music sucks. Now, I understand <laughs> there is the, um, uh, what is it called? The different um, genres of music. I get that I don't like that. 
But all they did was walk up and down a platform, grab her crotch and her butt. She did it herself. And it's like, okay, what do you think you are, Michael Jackson now, uh, the female version? Well, and I just, I just found the, you know what? That's 30 minutes of my life. I'm glad I was doing other things. I was talking to my brother. Because I said, this just sucks. They paid mm-hmm. her buku money. And by the way, to Apple, go suck your phones because they suck too. I don't like Apple phones. <laughs> I don't like their product. I think they're full of crap. But I will say there were. I think they're a cult. The Super Bowl was great. And by the way, what a vast, vast, vast improvement on the commercials. Much more interesting whether you liked them or not. They were at least interesting. I thought this. I thought the Ben Affleck one with Jennifer Lopez was clever as hell. That was my favorite. God knows what they paid for that. But you know the other thing, gentlemen and ladies, I think that the biggest thing was when people. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say this: the referees make some bad calls here and there. Okay, I've seen people really? whining, crying about the referee calls. Shut the hell up! The referees are bad for everybody. I watch enough games; they stink. Okay, so you can see that. So if you're a big time team like Mahomes, they I bet they got a couple of questionable calls against them. They went down the field and they drove down the field. They went and they were going to find a way to win that game. And by the way, you saw two sensational quarterbacks, neither of whom choked, which was great. They both mm-hmm. That's what a football game should be entertaining, enjoyable, and all the critics of the football game. You're a bunch of My favorite commercial was the Blue Moon commercial. The what? The Blue Moon commercial. Oh, yeah. That That was was good. good. For 58 seconds, it looks like Coors and Miller are fucking out. And Blue Moon pushes, blows them both away, goes, no, no. That was good. Blue Moon commercial. Well, I think they did a great job of that. The Batman, Michael Keaton thing for the promoting another movie. That I didn't was get the cool. M&M's commercial. Somebody explain the M&M's commercial to me. Uh, no idea. You want what that I, is? The I didn't get that. Sat- the bad Saturday Night Live people who think they're funny. Isn't it? Lana Rudolph is not that funny. And by oh. the way, oh, you take that this- back. What? You didn't what you didn't watch Bridesmaids, obviously. You take oh, that no, back. No, She's Ocean, brilliant. You, you ever see the movie Ocean's Eight? Where they all, <laughs> the all female version of the George Clooney stuff? Yeah, sucked. That <laughs> sucked. And let me. Tell I'm gonna. You I'm gonna predict that Jim doesn't have many girlfriends or something. He sounds so negative all the time. <laughs> no, I'm. You sound like you complain a lot. You don't find any joy in any of it. I find. Jo- I found joy in the Super Bowl. Ah, but I you complained about Rihanna. He finds joy in his show because he's on he it. He's complaining about the women. I don't like yeah. it. He's complaining I'm, about the I'm sperm. Going, I'm going to. St- Listen. You can you can complain about everything else, but don't be complaining about my women. Well, they weren't just women; they were also. Well, Rihanna guys. sucks. That's all. That's that's. No, she's they, awesome. Hold on, there. If you know what, if they wanted an entertaining halftime show, and I'm not the biggest country music fan, I am not. Put on those country stars. That is the oh, most popular form of music in the country right now, and oh, I'm not geez. a country music fan. I'm not. You can't but, mix country music with those white puffy jackets. It's not going to work. How do you know? Oh God! Maybe maybe that's what the Chinese were trying to figure out. What in God's name we do at Super Bowl halftime? Well, after Prince, you can't. There's not going to be any other good shows after the Prince halftime. Other than that, that after that, no, you can't even compare. So, well, wait. What about YouTube? 
You don't think you two perform well? Ew. Yeah. Not my what? favorite. Not my favorite. I don't. I, I'm not a you biggest YouTube fan either. But mm. the performance was good. Yeah. I look at performances. I look at something. You know, even if I don't like the music, I can appreciate good performances. That, yeah. that that's the thing. And I, they, they have they've had some great halftime shows. But I do think that really. I you agree know, I, that it I, wasn't I, the best halftime show, but we shouldn't be dishing her and saying how awful she is because she's not. Yeah. Hey, so she's, like, she's a great performer, and so she, so it wasn't your favorite, but, but she to say that she was, but to say that she stinks but is. She had, awesome. but her no. pitch was horrible of her music because the music, when you're in a national stage like that, you need to go with your best, most popular stuff that maybe people can relate to, who may never watch you again. This was the chance, and I think she blew an opportunity for herself. But she's so rich. What matter? What does it matter? It, it really doesn't. The, big, the biggest thing is the Super Bowl was all I cared about. That was the big, biggest thing of all. I thought that was just a top drawer, wonderful show, throw uh, a wonderful game, wonderful commercials. What more for the thirty minutes of halftime? Who cares? Compared, compared to all that, all that other stuff. You're talking ninety percent. It was tremendous. The only yeah. thing they could could have done better was to have a UFO come down during the you know there the show. That would have been the best thing ever. That's next I'm surprised year. Someone didn't Who's going to be there next year, Sonia? Pardon me. Who's going to be the entertainer next year? You got any early next year guesses as to that? Probably Lizzo. Probably well, Lizzo. Here's my, here's my prediction. Because Lizzo Brown can did... perform live. Lizzo can do it live. Yeah. Well, here's the here's my prediction. This is my biggest fear. Right. The Browns are in the Super Bowl, and so we get some sort of polka band. No, Michael Stanley. We'd probably I'd get Michael dead. Stanley and the Resonators. Yes, he's everybody be dead, out there with an accordion doing well. the polka. And it's, hey, Cleveland's here. See, now what I want, I want to see a hologram of Michael Jackson and Prince out there. I knew you were going to say that. Holograms. I thought you were going to say Elvis. And Bowie. Holograms. And David no, Bowie. Please, no kidding. Yeah, I'd rather see a hologram than some of these fools, and you know the sound would probably be better. <laughs> That um, you know, uh, hologram of some past performers could be fun. And by yeah, like the way, Whitney okay. Houston, like Whitney Houston. Oh, We're about five yeah. years away from having that happen live. You're going to be oh, able to go see whoever please. you want. I I got to go to a uh, place that was downtown Cleveland with Triv, and we Remember were actually this. looking at holograms to see like what we could do for like the benefit. And so we went to this place downtown, and literally they had a hologram on stage. And it was like watching somebody live in front of you. We right. Yeah. A hologram when that person came out on stage. And they had a hologram that they were going to put into like a a big piece of glass. And we're going to put it outside in the lobby of the the, uh, the Hilton. And it was going to be Triv inside of this glass. It was going to be a hologram of them that would talk to people on their way in to the benefit. So that technology is out there. They do yeah. like Celine Dion out in Vegas or whatever. But they can absolutely do it. And I think it would be a much better product. And by the way, if you noticed, and nobody caught this because, you know, everybody was talking about this, that. The bad thing about all the halftime shows, when you have real grass, which they had, did you notice all the slippage after that? Because the turf, it, they even showed later, they had all these guys trying to fix the turf. Yeah. They put all those heavy platforms. Well, remember what happened with the Guardians this year. The outfield got torn up as a result of a concert, and that that outfield is pristine. 
But you, you know, when you have these halftime things, you know, if you had less stuff physically on the field, it would be much better for the teams if you're going to have, you know, uh, artificial turf. Someone said the game's in Vegas next year. Well, oh, no. now hold on. Vegas has the Raiders use the same technology they do in Arizona where they take the grass and they physically it moves out to the yeah. outside. They can water it, give it sunshine and stuff. But they also have, for the college games and other games, they have artificial turf. So which one do they want to use? That would be an interesting storyline because I do think these concerts uh, physically affected that field. If you notice, people were slipping and falling. Plus the paint they put. They put so much paint on that grass, people were sliding. Philadelphia had, I don't know how many sets of cleats they were using, trying to figure out how to do that. So the halftime show should not mess up those guys and keep in mind one other thing because of the length of halftime shows uh this was point normally they're 14 minutes the, because of this 29. show it's 29 so all these now i think it helped kansas city by the way because their, their defense was gassed but all that adrenaline's pumping usually you only have 14 minutes you get in get drink water go to your strategy come back out so those guys had a long time to sit around uh so we'll see i, I mean i just I think that the halftime shows, you don't need all that paraphernalia. I think the not with a Wayne Newton show, you don't. But but for only but even Rihanna, <laughs> Rihanna, Rihanna could have done it. Darling, yeah, yeah Wayne well, Newton. Yeah, he rides out in a black Arab. Oh man! All you have to do is put a, some microphones out there. You put the band on the sideline because the acoustic you make it work. Yeah, and, and you don't have to tear up the field. I mean, people come to see the – if people are going to watch, they're watching for the performer. All that other dancing stuff is, man, whatever. But I, I do think more people care about the performance of the of the singer. You know, um, there's a lot of great singers out there. I'm surprised, and I really thought about this. The one guy who's been so popular um, even does a show called Barmageddon. If you haven't seen Barmageddon, that's a fun show where they, they're in a bar. Blake Shelton with Nikki Bella from the Bellas who no in the WWE. They do this show. They've done this show this year. It's been so much fun to watch um, where they just play silly games and stuff like that. They can have some silly fun things like play like celebrity cornhole or you have, you know, <laughs> I mean, they can do silly fun things. They don't have to have elaborate halftime shows. Um, why don't we do like the Browns used to do and just get a Ford pickup truck and have everybody try to guess how many Oreo cookies are in the back? <laughs> Remember those? Oh, yeah. They, the, or some of things that they've done at Brown Stadium. Oh, my God. Yeah. Or, or you know, have people come out and try to kick field goals for money. Right. Hey, whatever happened with uh, Gronk? Did he make he a field goal? He missed. He missed. It looked like a well, They're still going to give out money. Yeah. That was a hype because we all yeah, kept saying, "Where is it?" And it, it was like, "Really?" Um, it was really boring, to be honest. I thought. Well, anyway. I think, but again, the NFL is about money, and the performances aren't even as important to them as getting that money. And that's really important because if you looked at everything, I mean, right up to before the opening kickoff, then they had to do that. Now look at the Vince Lombardi Trophy, and I think it was sponsored by somebody. Everything is sponsored. As a matter of fact, I was just saying, Pro Football Hall of Fame, you used to have it on the steps of the 
Pro Football Hall of Fame, right? They didn't charge right. you. Now you got to go into the stadium and they make a big deal. They turn it in a whole production, which it didn't have to be. But guess what? They're charging the fans. They're charging the fans. But see, football is a license to print money at the college or the even a high school level. Those are the most attended events in the United States. Football game, football game, football game. Uh, they're more attended. Super Bowl is the only one that gets nine figures now, 100 million plus for viewership. Um, because football is an event. Everything else has, you know, basketball you play two or three times a week, hockey two or three times, baseball every day. There's nothing special. But when yeah. you have once a week that crescendo, Jim, that's how you make money. It's been said all over the world and many, many times. A lot of other governments around the world control their people with 15, 16-year-old kids in ill-fitting uniforms with non-matching dye lots. And in the United States, we control uh, people because uh, with, with sports. I mean, Karl Marx said religion was the opiate of the people. That's because yep. he, if he'd have lived 40 years later, he'd have known it was organized sports. We yeah. go from football to basketball to baseball to college basketball to March Madness. There's like three weekends a year where there are no games, and you can't believe how people jones because there's nothing to watch on TV. Oh, Saturday. next week will be that week. Yeah, one of them. Well, yeah. the NBA. Well, I think it's eight and weeks. I love the NBA, yeah. but just it's nothing again. You're trying oh, to make right. it special, but see, when we were growing up, there was no cable. So when you saw right. a game of the week, it was a game of the week, even if exactly. it's But now you have so much to choose from. Uh, how many? How often have we heard this? I got 500 channels on my cable, and there's nothing Up to watch. watch. But that's because you choose certain things, and you know you can record things, which I, you know, if you like your shows, you can binge watch. Um, but anyway, I, by the way, uh, folks, I just. Uh, Wanted to tell you that, unfortunately, if you haven't heard this announcement, I um, let you know we were seven signatures short of getting on the ballot in Akron, so I will not be running for mayor of Akron. Oh, bummer. By seven. You can't fix that? They won't seven? I can appeal, I guess, but it depends what they agree. And they went through that. Well, you got to understand, the Democrats and Republicans of equal number look at these ballots, and I guess they went through them four times at least. That's like crushing. Only Listen, seven. I told Seth before you joined us that they were going to do that. They gave that to you because you and Seth said, well, he didn't have a chance because Akron is the kind of city Akron is. But you could have stirred up a lot. Oh my of God. And everybody down there knows you. So you're dangerous. Those well, kind of games. I, I'm, and I'm going to tell you this right now. I tried to get involved the right way in Cleveland politics. I ran mm -hmm. for ward leader in my ward and I went to then uh chairman of the party yeah. and he said, here's the list, go get your signatures. He gave me a list for another ward. Every single one of my signatures is bad. And I walked every street in my precinct. So Jesus. they did the same thing to you, dude. Well, the process, wow. did the you turn in three the times the number? Well, it would have been over 50 and I had 70 plus and you know, Again, it was in a short amount of time. Yeah. yeah. I had some help, but not a lot of help. You really I think you should help. run a campaign anyway. Well, yeah. 
Here's the thing. I think you should lay out your platform and run anyway. This way, for the next two years afterwards, mm-hmm. you can just sit back and say, I told you so. Yeah. And run again. I'm a, I might, but here's the other thing. <laughs> here, here, well, wait, I'm, I'm going to call Dave Yost, the attorney general, because I have a beef. And the beef isn't even so much about those signatures. I mean, it is what it is. Right. But guess what? For the 50 plus you needed, I think it was 50, to go on to Akron Mayors. Guess what you need if you're an independent? How many signatures do you need? 150. 963. Oh, wow. All right, <laughs> but yeah, they make it hard. And here's the thing. That favors the two-party system. And right? I think it's unconstitutional. Well, it is. But I don't have a lawyer to sue. So I. what am I going to do? The two-party system is the two-party. The, the two-party system is so incestuous that's why it's really hard when I scratch my head and, and find out that I piss people off when I say that it both sides are wrong. It's they're hysterical. I my adjective is they're hysterical. Yeah, well, both yeah, sides are hysterical. Comedy is part of it, and it, it's there if we just come together and do it. Well, my whole thing was was fixing. How about this for a concept? Fixing our services and staying out of all the social issues. Yeah, and, and and like with education, for example, somebody said, "Well, what would you do about?" It? I said, first of all, I don't control it, but the thing I would do is demand that the security be picked up." And one of the things you could hammer over their heads if you had the right kind of prosecutor, and probably should be done, is threaten the school board and say, "Okay, if we catch you guys covering things up again, which they've done for years, right? I mean, what you might call it, uh, David James." There was a lot, a lot of union people who didn't step up. And I'm not talking about the teacher. I'm talking about the union heads because they're all suck-ups at that time, uh, sucking up for better positioning with the administration. Yeah. If you cover up a crime, you should be thrown in jail. And the school board should be held ultimately responsible uh, criminally because if you're covering things up and you're allowing that, you are obstruction of justice at the very least. And that stuff's been going on for years. I knew yeah, you're a co-conspirator. You're absolutely you are right. co-conspirator. But again, yeah, and I don't mean to interrupt, but I, to change it. I just want to say hats off to Cassidy because we've been getting some really good messages tonight. She tried twice and said the Scott, same thing. Scott said he tried twice and and, and but, both but times you know what closed. the wor- the worst part, Mike Seth, and What's that? the psychic. Notice I didn't call you psycho, I called you psychic. <laughs> You have fun with that sometimes. Anyway, the thing that's bad is what's happening to me or even the effort I had to put forth right. to just serve. Remember, the whole idea of our forefathers was you would serve a certain amount of time, then you'd go back to the farms in most cases or go back to your job. All these people have turned it. It's so lucrative now that and they get all this stuff like, you know they're getting stock tips because they know what bills will be coming oh, out. No kidding. So, you know, the Pelosi, I mean, she's worth $100 million. How the hell is that possible? Well, it's been that way since the 50s. Right. So what I'm saying is. I think she was there since the 50s. That, yeah, that's probably. <laughs> yeah. Or she threatened her husband with bribe money. But anyway, um, the story that to me is I'm sad not for me so much. I'm sad for democracy. Because this is, this isn't what we signed up for. The famous line by Winston Churchill really applies now. If you think about it. Winston Churchill once said, and I'm paraphrasing, I think 
fairly accurately quoting, democracy is the worst form of government, but it's the best we have till somebody comes up with something better. That's pretty close. Yep, you're right. And but here's the where, thing too. That's where I often wonder. As a matter of fact, I did a paper on this in college, mm-hmm. how things might be different if our founding fathers had any concept whatsoever about what a lobbyist was. Because yeah, think about that. When you have everybody going, oh, we have to have term limits. You have to leave after six years. Yeah, well, the lobbyist has been there for 50. And he yeah. knows all the ins and outs. And it takes you six years to know what he knows. And then when yeah. you have to be even Steven, some other guy comes in with his finger up his nose, and they use him too. Well, and I also think, though, I must – the other part of this democracy that worries me is the unintelligent voters of today – who complain, moan, and cry, and unlike me, who try to you know to do something, be, do something, they won't do anything at the ballot box, which they do have, and yes, they do control it, despite all the conspiracies for the most part. And if you're not willing to stop the madness, then it's your fault. The problem is, for those of us who care, we get bulldozed. Because of these lame brain people who care more about TikTok than they do about their own government. And it costs and then they moan about the price of everything's going up. Yeah. Well, who do you think is responsible? Mark Twain said it best. He said it is much, much easier to control someone's mind than to convince them that they're being controlled. Good quote, typical Mark Twain. Yeah. Uh, we got to take a quick break. Sarah is on the line, but her device is not connected. Sarah, you're going to make sure that you turn on your microphone and your camera if you want to come on. Um, so we'll try to get to her hopefully when we get back. Can you guys right. stick around for a couple minutes more or no? Yeah. 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 All right. Um, so we will be right back in about two minutes. Hang on. Hey, it's set right. for smoking rock and roll food trucks. You got to check them out, man. The food is just unbelievable. Mac and cheese is fantastic. The brisket, everything else is just to die for. You got to check out smoking rock and roll. 605 Clay Parkway in Bay Village. You can give them a call 216-539-2239 to book a food truck. Uh, you know, Find out where they're going to be at. They're going to be all over the place, Come there, especially when the spring and summer hits. It's unbelievable food. They win awards all over the place. Run by my good friend uh, Billy Morris uh, and his friend Todd. They're good people, and they make great, great food. You got to check it out. Smoke and Rock and Roll. SmokeandRockandRoll.com. Guarantees and Signs has become your complete one-stop sign shop. Call Jimmy at 216-299-9344. Their friendly and professional staff can and will help you build your company brand and identity from start to finish. One-stop means you get a complete package from one location. Custom logo design, vehicle graphics, banners, t-shirts, storefront marquees, and so much more. Guarantees and Signs. 4883 Turning Road. Call us at 216-299-9344. Hey, it's up for Audio Bay Studios in Bay Village. And now if you need a podcast done, you got a band, you got to record some stuff, Audio Bay Studios is the place to go. Train technicians, uh, good management there. I'm telling you, Audio Bay Studios has helped me out tremendously with my podcast. You want to go there, Audio Bay Studios, 605 Clegg Parkway in Bay Village. It's right next to, or in the same building, I should say, as Smokin' Rock and Roll. Some of the best barbecue food trucks in town. The best barbecue food trucks in town. 
Tell me, you got to check out Audio Base Studios. I know the guy, Chris Aiken. I know the guy, Billy Morris. They're good people. They take care of you. Audio Base Studios, if you got a podcast that you want to start recording, Audio Base Studios in Bay Village is the place to be. 605 Clegg Parkway. Give them a call. 216-713-0066. That's 216-713-0066. Right back here on the Seth Williams Show with Mike Yusuka, uh Jim Isabella, Psychic Sonia with us. Tonight talking all kind of stuff. We're talking about the uh, Super Bowl and the big halftime show. We're talking about aliens and whether they're invading us or what. Um, James is talking about the uh, Super Bowl. And he says, since the game was in Arizona, the results of the game won't be final for a few more weeks. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that was good. Most That's likely. Good that is accurate. <laughs> um, people are talking about the uh, the whatever the Chinese spy stuff, uh, as we intercontinental ballistic missiles, Star Wars defenses, but all the Russians and Chinese needed was an effing balloon. Right. And that's true. I mean, if it wasn't, it hadn't been spotted. We not, wouldn't have known about it. They got busted. I think this has been going on for a while. This is just, it's made the news because they, they had okay, but- somebody videotaped it or took a picture of it shot down. Right. But people were able to, we were able to, Spot this stupid thing going yeah. across the entire country. How does that not happen before we're able to do it? It's a balloon, for God's sake. It's not like it was floating in space. Uh. It's a balloon. Uh, you think somebody would have seen it? I don't know. Well, uh, but these other three objects, whatever they are, um, there could be more. But well, I still I think, think, going back to what I was talking about earlier, somebody was saying the same thing that this could be a distraction from all the other yeah. going on. It could be. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be talking about this for a long time. There are a lot of conspiracy theorists about the aliens coming in and taking over. But my point is, is that when the military has ever tried to shoot down a UFO in the past, they've never succeeded. Yeah. Okay, so all of a sudden now they're able to take them down? No. These are not aliens. We've shot down four things in the past week, in the past eight days that we shot down since Pearl Harbor, right? Over our airspace. I mean, something is going on. Something is... Not normal, and I, need, I think that we still deserve an explanation. Maybe that's coming, we do. like you said, Mike, in a week or so. I don't know. Maybe. I agree. Two quick points, though. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a distraction because I don't think anybody's got the power to tell China, hey, why don't you let this thing go so that it comes over to our country right when the hearings are starting? So that's a little bit far-fetched. But, Jim, I have a question for you, and I raised this before you joined the show. Okay. And I want to know what you think about it. What's that? What if it's not China? What if the thing they don't want to let out of the bag is that these are corporate, non-governmental, but big business. And they're conducting surveillance at a level that they think people might be uncomfortable knowing. Well, it could be our own military trying something out. That's true, too. Um, You can go nuts with it. I think the biggest thing is... I, I want to quote Joe Biden when Barack Obama was in his first year of office. He was speaking to a group saying he's going to be, te- meaning Obama, he's going to be tested. They will test him. Well, the Russians did that, you know, after Afghanistan, right? Look what happened. Uh, and so they're, make, they're doing, the Russians are doing to us what we did to them, outspending them into oblivion. Like that's what 
Reagan did, basically. So now we've given how, how many millions of dollars overseas, and you sit there and you think to yourself, you know, what are we doing? Are we accomplishing anything? Um, I don't know what the right answer is there. I'd have to know the inside story because I'm one of those guys who doesn't give me an opinion if I don't have enough information. And um, in any case, let me just say this to you. I really and truly believe that China is enjoying messing with us and they may be torturing. Remember Hunter Biden and the Joe Biden connection to China, allegedly, that's gone on. Maybe they're they're messing with Biden and saying, ha, 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 we, we can control you, you dummy. And I think they're spitting in his face. I think so, too. I mean, so, you know, because he put himself in a bad position with Hunter, and now these, these China, you know, the, there's investigations in the Congress because it's now Republican Congress. You got all these things factoring in, and it's nuts time. Meanwhile, the rest of the country is going to hell and so nothing's being accomplished because these people can't walk and chew gum at the same time and god forbid they work more than four days a week because most of them only work in case you don't know four days a week then they're off on the weekend and they're you know throwing their little parties so my my point about government is and the reason when i was running for mayor i said look i'm going to hire people to actually do work what a right Right. what you need to do these people don't know how to work. They literally don't know how to work. They've been bums all their lives. All they do is they go and they schmooze people. And I'll tell you a little story. A guy called my talk show when I was doing on NIR one time. And he says, Jim, you know what goes on. He says, there's these good-looking women or these good-looking guys in suits. They meet up with these Congress people. They go and they, uh, they you know, they're playing a little uh, in, uh, intimate game, shall we say. And then they get a video and they, they've got them. They got them to do whatever the hell they want. Prostitution, male or female, is still the greatest single piece of blackmail. Think about it. Yeah. You've got, and if you got a video and some guy's cheating on his wife, and or, or, or hey, there's females that cheat on their husbands, too. Let's not forget that. Um, equal part of lust, I call it. You have all that, and then people are compromised. So you have compromised people here or they're compromised because all they want to do is get reelected. So they got to keep the people that give them the money. Like, exactly. yeah. by the way, you want to really be frightened. Think about this. The research was being done by somebody, um, not even on my behalf, the Republican party found out that George Soros, George fricking Soros was is putting money into one of the democratic candidates in Akron, I guess. George Soros, that piece of trash guy who hates Jews, even if he's Jewish, is a guy who's sticking his nose in this. Is he afraid of Jim Isabella because it looked like I was going to be a candidate? Little old me? That tells you the power and and the corruption levels that have reached us, and that's why nothing gets done. A guy like me is a threat. Uh, Exactly. And the way that they get away with it is turning us against each other. So we think we are each other's problem. Well, but I got to tell you, the problem is there is, and I hate to stereotype, but I had a conversation the other night with somebody who's a liberal. You couldn't have an intelligent conversation 
because that person was totally emotional. It was all emotion, not about that. And the person I was talking to didn't know facts, didn't know how things, to my point earlier, about how government works. And so how do you have conversations? You can't. A lot of that going on, I'll tell you. Oh, absolutely. A lot of that. I'm, as too I get older, too little intelligence. As I'm getting older, I'm realizing I can't well, relate. That's a double-edged sword, though, Jim. There's just as many back and forth that just don't. Um, yes and no. Too. I would say the higher, I'd say 55, 60% of, of the, well, let's, let's, let's go backward. The verb, the verbal stuff that goes on doesn't represent the majority of the country on either side. Right. The majority of the right. country, the two, why do you think I, ran, I was going to run two issues? Roads and police. And, why? Because it's all people care about. They right. want to not lose their teeth um, driving. Both sides, that's all they, they care about. You're right. Of course, yeah. the economy is the third prong, but yeah. that's what I'm saying, basically. But none of that's being addressed. But here's something that should be. Because this might is the kind of lightning rod that both people might like come forward and try to touch. Mm -hmm. If you are not part of the solution, you are still part of the problem. Which means don't just sit there and throw rocks and stones. Go into the middle and try to fix and build something. But I think the problem is the generations that have grown up, even in the poor areas, think yep. about what they have. They don't have to go outside. They can play a video game on their phone. They can do Amen. everything they want on their phone. Amen. It's, it's turned out that the, that the phone, that the smartphone has made us dumb. Yeah, that's the chip everybody was afraid of when you and I were in high school. Oh, but they're going to put know, a chip on our neck. No, but no. What's it's funny this. is I use this little device here. You know what I use it for? Porn. Check the weather. Check the news. <laughs> That's what I do as far as and make my phone calls. That's it. Text when I need to. It's a device. It's a it's a business device for the most part in my life. Yeah, but you I know what? I don't have time 20 to years, watch all this 30 crap. years from now, Jim, people are going to go, I'm tired of leaving this. I'm tired of forgetting it. It's so big. It's so awkward. All right, go ahead. Just put the chip in my neck. They will. Because it's convenient and it's easy. Well, do you, you said we the gave up banking and buying things with cash because people said, "Oh, they're right." It's cheap. but we were warned not to do that. It's Thank been you. predicted. Six, it's six, been six. predicted in the Bible with within Revelations. It says, "Do not belong to the system of these things." You're, you're going to be assigned a number. Do not belong to the system. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna. Let's see if I can outsight the psychic on this one prediction. Let's see if I can. Yeah, <laughs> I predict he doesn't. He doesn't know who I am. No, I've heard about the Super Bowl. For God's sake, you got your back, Sonia. I'm going to give you a prediction. Okay, Biden is going to make a failure, or his administration. I should say his administration is going to make a bigger failure than this balloon thing, and the wrath of God is going to come down because it'll be something that affects people every day. If that happens. Watch what happens. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, everybody, it'll be 9-11 all over again. Suddenly, people want to get involved because they're frightened. No. It's going the to next, take that level to happen. And I think the it's going to 9-11, Jim, the next 9-11 is when the computers go down for a whole weekend. And then on Monday, the bank calls you and says, hey, Jim, 
that $5,000 you had in the bank is still there. And you hang up the phone and go, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I had $10,000 in the bank. And you call the bank back and you said, hey, I had $10,000. And the bank looks at you and says, prove it. I think you don't have a piece of paper. You, 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 people without cell phones for a week. I would die. Without electricity oh, for a week. People would die. I wouldn't know what to do. My wife and I would actually have to talk during dinner. That would, okay, I, I, have, I have to admit that I don't use the the mobile, like GPS and all that. I write down my directions because mm-hmm. how many times has my phone been dumped and now I'm in the middle of East Cleveland? I have no idea where yeah, I'm at. There you go. So I write it down because I don't I trust. visualize it too. Yeah, I do. And honest that. to God, I have a 10,000 10, con- person contact list that's all written down because – my computer has crashed more than once. I can tell you I've lost my lists how many times. So now I've got it all written down. I save it all. I don't trust it all. I don't trust the, the – I'm at that old age where I don't trust them. The newer kids rely on them. That's their downfall. That's going to be that downfall. They're relying on it too much. That's going to be the downfall of me. I literally have everything in my phone. If somebody wanted to know so, what my accounts are, you could have, have my phone. Right there, yeah. like, so in the – you guys were talking about Big Brother earlier. We I was sitting in a Salt Fork – lodge the state park lodge in the I've parking lot there. in a yeah. car yeah, talking to some people and we were talking about some dude ranch out in wyoming maybe we join up and all of a sudden our phones when we got out back online started popping up all these dude ranches yeah they were listening to our conversations it doesn't bother well, anybody so I've, this age of surveillance it's everywhere you, there's no more privacy well i was I, talking to somebody I, back about a month and a half ago and we were talking about dating i swear to you the dating apps started popping up and popping yeah up and popping up everywhere including the facebook so by the yeah. way to that little by the way i want a cage match i want a cage match with that little that, that little red-headed dweeb who runs facebook i want a cage match with him this go. old fat fart wants to take him on and i'll slap him around I challenge him to a cage match for charity. You got it. My charity. You know, Jim, I'm a stand-up comic. I end my show by telling the audience, I am so glad to be older than most of the people in the room because everything I did in my past, I got away with because it wasn't recorded. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't grow up under 24-7 government surveillance. Amen. I I don't know what I should do. So nobody's asked me who nobody's asked me the prediction on who the next president's going to be. All right. Prediction. Let's go. Because we got to wrap things up here in a minute. All right. The person who wears red. Nice. Well, whoever's campaigning, they wear a lot of red. Probably, you know, Trump wears a lot of red. But the person who wears red the most is going to win. Well, that's a good thing for me. That's all I can say. Because well, I'm wearing a red negligee, I'm going to vote for her. Right. Whoever's wearing a lot of red. I see a lot of red because they're at war. And that color, that's the that's what's going to happen. I'll pick oh. Nikki Haley on the outside. Because I, I don't know who the candidates are going to be. So all okay. I can guess is all I can see we'll is that it's a lot of red. I'll tell you guys. I, think I doubt Biden. that he's good. If he's going to, I just doubt it. I just doubt I just, it. I think Joe Biden's going to get sick or something. I he's, just doubt that he's going to be in. He's way too or off a stage. I can't imagine him like being able to perform another four years. Well, know. his wife doesn't care. She just likes strutting her stuff. And she likes Watch the way she her. walks. 
Watch all the attention she goes. She goes to football games without him because she wants kids. <clears throat> she loves the attention. Yeah. All right. And also, Jim, yeah. I want you to watch out for some flat tires. That's weird. I just got a flat I just tire had a today. Crash last Sunday. Yeah, keep watching because they, it usually comes in threes. So you need to watch, Jim. Oh, I've had my three already. You have? Oh, God. Yeah. But that's why you said flat tires because literally my wife got in the crash. car this morning and she got a flat tire. Oh, and did had, she? Yeah. Wow. I had yeah. two. I've had to change two of my bank cards. Oh, God. So you put that on top of all that other stuff. I mean, this disappointment today and everything else. Um, uh, I do want to say so one thing. If you get. If you get another flat tire, I didn't do anything, I promise. No, but my stepson did. Uh-oh. They found it out today. So uh, I was out helping um, Teresa get go to the place to get the new tires. So that happened already. It happened wow. to me, but it happened to Rod. Close enough for government work. No kidding. Well, keep an eye on it. I really appreciate you guys. I'll let you guys all say goodbye. Everybody, thanks a lot for tuning in. Tell us about the Psychic Fair on Sunday. Uh, Well, you can see me at the Psychic Fair. It's going to be Yorktown Lanes in Parma Heights on Pearl Road. It's from 11 to 5. Come on down and get a reading. It's free parking, free to get in. Readings are $30. Come on down and see me. Going to be other psychics there, too, and vendors. Awesome. I'll see you soon. All righty. Great. Good night, everybody. Good night. Uh, Jim, we want to thank you for coming on as well. We are wrapping some stuff up, so thanks. I'm glad you're okay with the car accident. What happened? Um, I'll tell you another time. It takes too long to explain it. All right. Neither guy was injured. That's a good thing. Except the good. hurt my back trying to get the crap out of my car when it was totaled. Ouch. Jeez. I still <laughs> want to talk to you, Jim, about running anyway. Campaign, tell Akron the truth, lay a foundation, and we'll go from there. All right. We'll talk about it soon. I'll talk to you off air. All right. Thanks, Jim. We'll talk to you. Good night, America. Good night. Good night, buddy. Uh, Good show tonight. It was fun. Yeah. uh, Joining in and uh, messaging about the uh, aliens and the Super Bowl and then all of the other things we talked about. So uh, I think uh, Wednesday, I'm trying to get a hold of the bone lady. Uh, I've gotten hold of her. I'm trying to see if she will actually come on and join us. We'll see if that happens. Remember the bone lady? Yeah, absolutely. Games and all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. Tony Masashi on from wherever he's going to be at, um, out and about once again, and uh, we'll see what happens uh, the next couple of days with these objects in the sky and everything else going on in the world. So thanks, Mike. And yeah, God one, thing, one huh? thing real quick though, we yeah. didn't get a chance to stop every time and break, but we got a lot of good comments tonight. So everybody that took the time to share the thoughts and the ideas and stuff like that, we yeah. read them. They registered. It'll come up later. But thanks for this the people who into the show. This yeah. Facebook banning thing sucks, and uh, it's, it's, it's hurting. Um, we're still looking for sponsors. We've got a couple of segments that we're so, so, you know, trying to start up. If anybody wants to sponsor the show, you can always email us, Seth and Mike at Outlook.com, Seth and Mike at Outlook.com, or SethWilliams32 at Yahoo.com. Um, you can do that there. You can get your free show stickers or T-shirts still at thesethwilliamshow.com, thesethwilliamshow.com. Do that. And uh, God willing, we will be back on Wednesday night, 5 o'clock. Good show, buddy. Yeah. All right.